yo. <laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio. Got my water, my co-host. You know what I'm saying? Co-host extraordinaire up in this thing. You know what I'm saying? You see what it is, man. You know what I'm talking about? Ain't nothing changed. Shout out to uh, Afro Geeks for getting me this. Mm. Ooh, that's what I'm talking about. We got Sincere Baker on the ones and twos in the back. You know what I'm saying? Got Sincere back here in the booth, y'all. It's a glorious time. He done moved up in the game. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? Um, I want to shout out my patron saints in here. They are in the building watching this all unfold, man. Thank y'all for pulling up. Uh, Chloe Franklin, Jerome, Kiyomi, Simpson J. Cat, Alicia Pretty Pisces, Slarita, Miss West, Simone L., Giselle. You know what I mean? Thank y'all, man. Uh, we back, though. We back. Making sure you. Hey. Y'all better have been drinking water while I was gone. I think it's been about two two weeks since I did verbal cardio, maybe three. Y'all better have been drinking water out here, man. I don't, I don't, I don't want no excuses, no fun and games. Y'all be drinking that water, man, all day, every day. My patron saints, how much water did y'all have yesterday? I want to know. I want the real scoop. Missed y'all as well, uh, randomly, CJ. You know what I'm saying? Give me the real scoop. How much water did y'all have yesterday? You know what I'm saying? I want the I want the real answers. Half a gallon? Okay, a little half a gallon. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? Been working out with Nick Carthen, okay, on Zoom today. You know what I'm saying? Water is my bell. Okay, yeah. Not a lot. Came from all oh, Jerome at three-fourths of a gallon. Three-fourths, okay. Simpson J. Cat didn't have no water. Just didn't have no water for an entire day. I, I don't know. I don't know how that's possible. Like I feel like you I feel like you really gotta go out of your way to I feel like you gotta go out of your way not to have water for a full day. I feel like you you gotta make a conscious effort to be like, yo. I ain't drinking water today. I mean, you was probably drinking other beverages and juices and, and all of that. What's up, Afro Geeks? Full bottle of core, huh? A half gallon. I ate some ice. Does that count? First of all, Simpson J. Cat had no water yesterday and had some ice. I need you to step it up, man. If you're getting your water intake from the ice, in your beverage that has nothing to do with with the regular water, just you know what I'm saying, talk to me since we need we need to get we need to get your life in order. We need to we need to help you out. We need to reach out and you know uh you know and be there for you if you if you will, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, no water at all, you know what I'm saying, just some like ice, you know what I'm saying? It's kinda it's kinda tough. It's kind of tough, you know. Um, but let's, let's get to the elephant in the room, man. I had COVID. I had that musty COVID-19, man. You know, COVID finally caught up with your boy, man. Got me and Sabrina. 
You know, I don't know. I don't know where we got it. And I don't know how we got it. And I don't know if she got it from me. If I got it from her, I think she got it from me. If anything, um, COVID caught up with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I've been talking on stage about COVID looking for me. COVID was trying to find me the whole pandemic. COVID's musty ass crept up on me, man. Um, and I was just like, crap, you know? Because I, I like I like being undefeated. You know what I'm saying? I like the fact that COVID never found me. I like the fact that, you know, I like the fact that I'm not a flu guy. Like, you know, I, I, I don't be getting the flu every year. Like, you know, you know, it's flu season. Get your flu shots. This was never me. Like, I've never gotten the flu shots. You know, I've never, you know, uh, I don't catch the, the flu during flu season. This was just, you know, who I am. And, you know, COVID was no different. COVID was no different to me. It was like, hey, I respected it. And I followed the rules. I got multiple tests done, you know, the mask out in public, you know, the hand washing. I was responsible, you know. But COVID was like, yeah, you could be responsible all you want, but you're going to slip up and I'm going to be right there. And, you know, I feel like everybody was taking their foot off the gas. Everybody was leaning back a little bit. Everybody was reclining their seat when it came to safety. And, you know, it was just like, you know, hey, we got the vaccine going. We can take the mask off. We can be here. We can be there. We can be in each other's faces. So everybody was kind of taking their foot off the gas a little bit. Everybody. You know what I'm saying? Even though I was wearing the mask, I wasn't wearing the mask super doubled up like we, we, we were. You know what I mean? And then COVID was like, I want to say I got exposed to COVID. I want to, let me look at the calendar. We're going to break this down. We're going to break this all the way down. Okay, so. Okay, so. The 29th is when I got tested. June 29th is when I got tested came up positive for COVID, right? Uh, I started feeling weird on June 25th. So June 25th is when I started feeling weird. 29th is when I got the confirmation that I was expecting a COVID baby, okay? Now, I don't know when I, when I came across COVID or got exposed to it. Here's my thinking. Here's my thinking right here. I went to a Juneteenth celebration on June 19th, right? June 19th, I was uh, I was in uh, Lemert Park. I was out there. It was mad people out there. I was dapping it up. I was taking pictures. I would have my mask on. I would have it off, you know. So when I would take pictures, I would take my mask off. I'm doing mad dap-ups, hugs, pictures. I'm doing all of that at the Juneteenth celebration. And there was mad people out there. I was loving the blackness. I was loving the blackness. But I'm thinking, you know, that could have been the time that I got exposed. Because it was a lot, it was a lot of people there, a lot of, you know, it's hot outside. We sweating, dapping it up, doo doo doo, having a good time. So I started feeling weird on the 25th. So the 19th, and I'm not sure how long it takes COVID to really work. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm not sure 
how long after you get you get exposed to it, how long does it take for you to feel the effects? Does anybody know in the in the in the comment section right now? Does anybody know the little you know incubation period of COVID? Like let's say let's say let's say I get COVID from somebody. How long would it be? Oh, so it's about four to five days. So I, hey, that matches up. So the nineteenth is when I went to the Juneteenth thing. One, two, three, four, five. Five days later, I think on the 24th, I felt normal. The next day is when I felt the effects. So I think it was Juneteenth. Because on the 25th is when I had I had a show in uh, Compton. And then after that show, I started feeling weird. So I think I think that was I think that was the entry point for my COVID. So anyway. Got the COVID, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was like, yeah, you you got it. And I was like, oh man. And mind you, I was feeling, um, I was feeling chills. I kept getting chills. I had a headache, uh, headache in the back. The back of my head was pulsating. I had the chills, the headache, and then uh, I didn't really have any like congestion or anything like that. It was just the headache and the chills at first. I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark, MTM. But, yeah, so it started with that. And then as the days went on, um, and I was out and about too, y'all. Like, I was out and about. Like, I did that show in Compton on the 25th. Then the next night I did a show um, at the Comedy Store and uh, this hotel in Hollywood, not knowing that, you know, I was out here with the, with the COVID baby. Um, but you know, I had my mask on at the venues. I only took my mask off to perform the stand up, but I was breathing on that mic. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah. And then as the days went on, uh, started getting more congested. Couldn't really, you know, breathe out. Couldn't really. And then the smell and taste left. And then, you know, as it progressed, I started, I started breathing differently. Like, you know, I was I was coughing. I couldn't take a deep breath without coughing. Um, so that came into play. And it was just like energy was low, head pulsating, you know, losing the taste. Losing the taste. Oh, yeah, and I kept hallucinating. Not hallucinating, but just like I kept having the re a reoccurring visual. Like I would be laying in the bed, kind of half asleep, kind of half awake. And I would have a reoccurring dream of just like something that was happening in the moment. And it just kept repeating itself. It was weird. It's like hard to describe. But I felt like I kept uh, re-looping the same thing. And I was just like, man, what the hell is this? So I was sleeping a lot. Could have been fever dreams. Sleeping a lot. Um, you know, having that reoccurring loop. The breathing. Uh, the tastelessness. And and water tasted terrible, y'all. Water tasted terrible. It was just like, I just had, you know, just for me to drink the water, I had to force myself to drink it because it just tasted wrong. I was just like, man, this sucks. And y'all know I love water, you know what I'm saying? Did my blood pressure go up? I'm not sure. Uh, only had The only thing I had monitoring uh, me was 
the little breath thing, the little breathing thing that you put on your pinky finger, and it monitors your breathing and your, uh, I guess it is your blood pressure, right? Or your heart rate. It's one of them. Oh, man, water was not, oh, the pulse. Water was not, it was not good when I had the COVID. And I was just like, man, this sucks. So then, you know, you know when wa- when food don't taste the same, when water don't taste the same, you don't want as much of it. You, I was just like, it was all business, transactions. I was just like, man, you know, if I can't taste it, you know, what's the point? You know, what's the point of eating this food if I can't really, really taste the the significance of what's going on in this bowl or this plate? What's the point? Then you lose motivation to eat. Then when you lose motivation to eat, guess what? You're going to start wasting away. I got my taste back. Thank God. My taste came back. My taste is in full swing again. But it, it was it was it was like a little slow process, but it didn't it didn't take weeks or anything like that. It took days. It tasted like it Jamal. It tasted like I was drinking Arrowhead room temp. That's what water was tasting like. I was like, man, this sucks. And then you know what I'm saying? Then then my lips was chapped. I had the chapped lips, y'all. Lips was mad ashy and chapped during COVID. And then, you know, that's a big thing with me, man. Don't, I, don't, I don't want the chapped ashy lips, man. Sabrina was like, yo, you got to put something on them lips. I had the hospital lips. At home, my lips was chap city. Chaps. I was like, man, not like this. But I, and I will say too, man. A lot of people was reaching out. A lot of people was reaching out constantly. You good? You good? Y'all need anything? I heard. You know what I'm saying? You good? And I'm talking about like personal, like texts. You need anything? Let me know. So many people came through. Uh, you know, with the concern, the care. If you need anything, I was like, man, y'all. I appreciate y'all, man. Oh, I had the hospital lips, crusted over, man. That that was. I was doing battle with my lips tough during COVID. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I felt the concern. I felt every morsel of the concern, man. I appreciate y'all. Man, I feel loved out here, man. I feel loved out here, man. So, you know, we, me and Sabrina made it through. Um, we made it through, and now we're back. Now, now I want to move like I, like I was before COVID, you know. I want out of there because now the apartment makes me think of COVID, dirty carpet, clutteriness. Sick of it, man. Sick of that whole spot. And then the, the hard the hard part was having to cancel the Chicago trip. So when I when I got diagnosed with COVID, I pushed the flight date back a couple of days. We had to reschedule a shoot for the Kev on Stage app. I had to reschedule my show at Flappers uh, that weekend. So I had to do all this rescheduling. So I pushed the the, the flight back. Um, but I didn't know I didn't know Delta Airlines had guidelines to where, you know what I'm saying, if you had if you had COVID within 14 days, you cannot fly. If you've been if you've been around somebody that has COVID. Within the 14 days, you cannot fly. So I, I didn't know. 
um, they had those strict guidelines in there. Um, so that's that's when I realized we had the, we couldn't we couldn't take the trip because, you know, the COVID, and I was just like I was devastated because we was ready for Chicago. Sincere was ready. Serene was ready. Sabrina was ready. We was big ready. We was big ready. Had just had just put the money down, put the bid in for the Airbnb. Finally solidified it. When I tell y'all. I waited till the final hour before I booked the Airbnb because I, I couldn't decide where we were gonna stay. And then I was gonna I was gonna Airbnb Jason's crib, and then you know we was just trying to find the right spot for the right price. And I finally made a decision on an Airbnb spot. Finally, pulled the trigger on it the same day. Pulled the trigger on Airbnb. I see the Delta guidelines, and I'm just like, we can't go. Now, mind you, I probably could have been shady and been like, nah, man, you know what I'm saying? We we ain't had COVID up in here. We ain't got COVID. Nah, man, nah, hell no. Nah. I ain't been around somebody with COVID. What you talking about, man? Nah, man, don't, we good over here. We good over here. Let, let me on the flight. And they would have been like, but your lips, your lips is chapped. No, nah, I'm the dog, man. I ain't, I ain't got COVID. I ain't never had it, man. Never had it, never will. You know what I'm saying? I think you tested. No, I ain't. No, man, my test was negative the whole time. I ain't never had it. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, so that was devastating. So now, you know, I don't know when to schedule another trip. Um, You know, I got all these these dates coming up. Sincere going back to school soon. When do you go back? Um, official move-in date is August 22nd. August 22nd is his move-in date. I don't know, man. We might be able to squeeze something in between. We might be able to squeeze a Chicago trip in between me going to Austin, Texas, and Atlanta, Georgia. We might be able to reschedule. Because here's the thing. Oh, oh, in the Airbnb, I couldn't get my full money back. So I lost, I lost a thousand dollars just on the on the Airbnb. Just on the Airbnb. Lost that. Um but what I was saying was, because like when you when you had to reschedule um on Delta, when you had to reschedule the flights. They couldn't give me a refund, but they gave me, you know, credit for the flights. So I still got that money in there for the for the tickets. You know what I mean? So we might have to do that in August. Cause my plan was I don't wanna I don't wanna burn myself out on this comedy tour. So I made sure to not have too many back to back travel dates because I don't, you know, I don't want to get dizzy spells again. And you know, I, I just know I need, you know, some rest, you know here and there so that's why you know i had a gap between austin and atlanta you know what i mean so um putting another trip in between that i'm just kind of like uh but you know what i'm saying we we missed out on chicago and we owe it to ourselves to make this chicago trip you know what i'm saying because you know i ain't i ain't been on the trip with the baker boys together both of them at the same time in far too long. 
It's usually is it's usually it's just sincere or it's just serene. When we went to Hawaii, it was just serene. When we went to uh, New Mexico, it was just sincere. So I'm trying to get them both at the same time, and I, we you know we lined it up. We was ready. Maybe we'll do a Chicago trip with a short amount of days, you know, shorter amount. Like before, it was like seven day trip. Maybe we can shorten it. Um, but yeah, man, I was devastated. The cankery shorts. I need. To, I need Sabrina to take the pictures in the shorts. So we can get the cakery going, man. I need her to I need her to model the shorts. Because I can't model the shorts. I mean I could. You know what I'm saying? If y'all really want. But I, I gotta get the I gotta get the photo of Sabrina in the shorts. So then we can then we can start, you know, because the cakery shorts, they came in, Sabrina approved of them, they ready to go. I just need Sabrina to take those photos. But, and y'all, I feel like if I take pictures in the cakery shorts, that's going to hurt sales. You know what I'm saying? You know, to me, in the cakery shorts, looking back at it, dudes, dudes going to unfollow me. You know, it's just going to be a whole thing. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I, can't, I can't be doing all that. You know what I mean? Um. What y'all talking about in my in my patron saint section, man? What y'all talking about, man? What y'all want to talk about? What y'all want to ask me? That would be hilarious if I did if I did do a picture in the cakery shorts. And don't and don't don't put it past me like I won't do it. Don't put it past me like I won't throw them shorts on. You know what I'm saying. What happened to Cener? Okay, Cener, for for those of you that are listening to the podcast or watching the podcast, if you if you aren't a member of my Patreon, I do watch parties. And we use the Cener app. Um to, how the watch party is set up, we're all watching the same movie together, and you guys can chat with me uh on your computers and I can you can hear me um uh, respond to, to the movie, to you. And so we we have these watch parties. Um, if you aren't a member of my Patreon, join up. Um, and yes, Afro, if you have a question for me, uh, put the big red question mark there so I can see it. Um, so with the Cener app, the Cener app was making some changes to the app where they made it more complicated to where people can come in and they can come in via mic and video. So now they could just bust up into the into the watch party and just, you know, and a lot a lot of people, a lot of people that, you know, join me with my watch party, they don't know they're busting in. They're not even prepared, you know, camera wise. They sitting there, my oh, oh, you know what I'm saying? They they getting caught slipping. You know what I mean? Luckily there's been no nudity, no cocaine use, no nothing illegal going on, nothing weird has been taking place so far. But it's scary, man. People just pop in. They be, oh, you know what I'm saying? They, their house might be junky. Their bed might be messy. It might not be camera ready. You feel me? And so Cena's been getting on my nerves with that, just trying to make stuff too, trying to add in too many changes and make stuff too complicated. And I ain't with it, man. You know what I'm saying? We just want to have a good time watching our little movies and TV shows and then just go from there. Um When's the next movie review, Eric Payne asks. I got to do a review for F9 and Black Widow. 
Uh, I got to knock those out. I've been farting around. I've been procrastinating. Um, I got to do uh, reviews for those. And I got to do a review for Loki, man. Um, so I, I got to do those. Uh, I'm going to try to knock those out this week. Uh, they all passed. They prime, but, you know, I still got to knock them out. Um, I'll tell you now, Loki's not getting a good review. And uh, F9, their review will be whatever. Um, and Black Widow was, you know, decent. You know what I'm saying? Three and a half. Um, so, yeah. What's my post-COVID superpower? Rodney Edwards asks. Uh, my post-COVID superpower. Um, I feel like I'm punctual now. I'm on time now. I was on time today. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's my post-COVID superpower. I'm punctual now. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting stuff done. I woke up early this morning, went for a walk, and went to the gym. Then came here and was still on time. Yeah, man. That's my post-COVID superpower. Uh, Kelly F40 asks, what advice do you have for leaving for college, for the student and the parent? Oh, leaving for college. Okay, so for the student, uh, the advice for leaving for college, um, I know for me, like when I decided to go to college, it was kind of like, it was kind of like, a, I didn't think about it long. I was like, you know, what? I'm going to college. Let's do this. Me and my boy Andre headed to New Mexico State. It was a good time. Um, so one thing I will say about going to college, if you can, avoid student loans, if you can. As best you can, avoid student loans, um, as best you can. You're going to be broke. Cherish those groceries. You know what I'm saying? Ration everything out. Ration everything out. Because initially you think, yeah, man, we got groceries. We're going to be eating. Ration that out. Because the longer you go into the semester, the broker you get. Unless you got a meal plan or something like that. If you got a meal plan, it takes the pressure off. But I, I was in college, no meal plan. It was just, you know, whatever groceries we can get. Make those last. Because, you know, the, the food the food ain't plentiful like it was when you was at home. You know what I'm saying? When you were with your parents, food just kept coming in. Food was always there for you. Food was always there for you when you were at home with your parents. When you were in college, food might not be there for you that night. Food might be like, nah, I can't make it tonight. What if food told us that? What if food was just like, nah, man, I ain't, I ain't in the mood. I ain't with it tonight. Would you, but but I, I need to eat. Hey, 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 you know what I'm saying? It's not about you. What if food turned us down? So we was at the mercy of the food. We're like, oh, you hungry? That's crazy. I'm all the way out here in Chatsworth. I, I, I ain't making it. <laughs> Sabrina say, I wish. Man, food turning us down. That would be, we'd be out here skinny as hell. Because you know food going to be like, nah, I ain't making it in. Um, try everything you can in college. When you go to college, try everything you can. Branch out, you know. Um, go out into new waters. Um, just see what see where your interest lies. Like, you know, try new things. Uh, step outside of your comfort zone. I feel like all these things are important when you go to college because 
I think for, for one, I think college is an amazing experience. I think um, even if you don't graduate, I think everybody should experience college because, you know, for one, especially if you if you if you travel to a school, I feel like even if it's like a few hours away from your home, whatever, if you staying on campus or near campus, it's a it's a dope experience because you become more self-sufficient for one. Um, you always meeting new people, you're learning new things, you're having new experiences, and you have the freedom of, you know, not having a curfew, not having your parents. It's different when you live with your parents than when you live on your own. So all these experiences are coming in, and uh, you're learning new things from, from different people. You get new perspectives. Because now, like, if you never go to college, you might be around the same people the whole time whether it be your family, whether it be, you know, your, your friends, it might be that same core group. So you're not really expanding outside of your immediate zone. College kind of forces you into, you know, oh, now you're going you're gonna to meet the person from here. You're going to meet the person from here. You're gaining new perspectives. You're making new friends. Now you might go visit your friend that, that lives in Amsterdam. And now you, uh, they invited me out to Amsterdam. I can stay with them and just go out there. So now you're – you're creating all these new contacts and relationships. So now it's going to force you to expand in every direction, you know. So, and as a parent um, on the college tip, you know, I know when Sincere went off to school, you know, initially we'd be sad because it was like, man, you know, he out here. But he was so excited to go. It was just like, oh, man, he's good. You know, he was excited to go. He never looked nervous. He never looked scared. I mean, outside of, uh, you know, the confusion of getting everybody signed up in, in the beginning. But I really felt like he was ready for it. He was just like, yeah, man, this. And so as a parent, that made us feel better. And, like, you know, him being in a dope city like San Francisco, it's just the perfect, like, um, I think San Francisco is a great city to go to college in because you're, it's like, you want to talk about diversity? You want to talk about real diversity out here? San Francisco is one of the cream of the crop places, you know, in terms of diversity, in terms of, you know, culture, race, ideologies, you know, fashion, interests. What better place in San Francisco? You know what I mean? So, um, I was just like, yo, he good out there. It was just, you know, just remind me about the tuition bill and then it will go from there, you know. But I know that he's he's getting a great experience from it. Um, he's enjoying it. And, you know, I know he's not, you know, BSing on the, on the grades and the work uh, ethic. So it's like that makes it even better. So it's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So as a parent of a, you know, college-bound current college-bound student, um, I'm enjoying the process because I know he is. So it's just like, yeah, this is dope right here. So that's that on that. Um, Nana P asks, will you do a series review of Loki and review of Black Widow? I'm doing a Black Widow review for sure. Um, a series review of Loki. I might have to do like a, a recap video 
I might have to watch a recap video of Loki just to make sure I got all the information down before I give a full, you know, series review. But uh, I got to review that. But uh, I, I really didn't, you know, really didn't dig Loki like that. Um, all right, what else we got up in here on the questions tip? Kiyomi asks, did you see the video of the dad talking to his daughter on the phone that went viral? Uh, I don't think I saw that video. Kiyomi, I'm not sure if I saw it. Hopefully, it was a it was a good conversation. Uh, MTM TV asks, "How are you liking the NBA Finals? They're pretty good because I I don't know who's gonna win. Right now, I feel like the Bucks, the Bucks have the upper hand now. They're up by one. If they win the next one, they win the whole championship. They have a great at home record, uh, so they can they can clean it up tonight." Um, but when if Booker gets cooking and CP3 gets cooking, if they can both get cooking simultaneously, then they had the potential to take it all. But I mean, the Phoenix, the Phoenix Suns are up against the ropes tonight, and the Bucks usually deliver at home. So I I don't know I don't know how it's gonna turn out. But I would love to see Chris Paul get a ring, though. I would love that because Chris Paul's been one of the dopest point guards ever. And I just like his mentality and his mindset and his work ethic and, you know, his, you know, his drive and all that. So I would love to see Chris Paul get a ring. Did I see the trailer for Candyman? I haven't seen the latest trailer for Candyman. I'm, I'm avoiding the trailer. Like, I, I, think, I think I might watch the trailer only in theaters, but I've been trying to avoid it. Um... Would I date a variant of myself? I don't think I would, man. Like, I don't know. That'd just be kind of weird because it's me, you know. Even though it's not me, it'll be a woman version of me. I don't know, man, because it's me, you know what I'm saying? And I might I might not want to date myself. I might, I might not find myself appealing from the outside looking in. Even though, you know, I love myself. I feel like, you know... You know, I feel like I, I, I bring a lot to the table. I feel like, you know, I feel like I'm a good time. You know, what I'm I try to be considerate and, you know, you know, I feel like, a, you know, like when I look at myself from the outside looking in, I'm like, you know, Tony Baker, man, that, that guy's all right. But I never look at myself and be like, man, Tony, though, hey, you got something special, dog. Like, I don't know if I look at myself like that on the, on the dating tip, on the variant. You know what I mean? So I, I I don't know about that. I haven't seen Space Jam yet. Uh, I haven't I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Um. So I haven't seen that yet. Uh, I'll probably watch it eventually. There's no urgency on it, so I'll just check it out. Um, any upcoming movies that I'm excited for? Yes, I'm excited about. Uh, I'm kind of excited about Suicide Squad now. Because the early reaction reviews have been really good. Um, so I'm kind of like, all right. Because, you know, I love comic book movies. I just need my dose of comic book movies. I'm excited about Candyman. Uh, I'm not I'm not maximum excited because there's too much room for mess up and, and fumble the ball. And, like, you know, so I don't be that big on, like, remakes and redos. And, you know, so I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence with Candyman on the excitement tip. But I'll I'll be there for sure. Uh, what else? Suicide Squad. 
I can't think of what else is coming out uh, this year. Because I'm like, uh, oh, I'm excited about James Bond, too. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Like, I need some good action in my life, man. I need some good some good action movies out here, man. I need that in my life. Um, did you and Sabrina watch Sex Life on Netflix? No, I haven't seen it. Uh, Nana P asks, do you believe that your spouse, significant other, after a certain time together should be your best friend or just a good friend? I feel like, great question, by the way, Nana P. I feel like your your significant other, it's not mandatory that they be your best friend, um, but they definitely have to be a good friend. Because like, I feel like your best friend, um, you can't really you can't really force the best friend thing. And what what I mean by that is sometimes in relationships, sometimes we can try to force the friendships uh sometimes like you know what I'm saying since we together we're going to be best friends. We we have to be best friends and then that's not keeping it organic like your true best friend. Like whoever your best friend may be, whether you got multiple best friends, when y'all became friends, chances are you weren't forcing it, right? It, it just, y'all loved hanging out with each other. Y'all were hanging out all the time. This is, this, is your, this is your friend. This is your companion. And it was way more organic. It was super, it was like, not supernatural, but it was super natural how everything came together. And, and then well, sometimes when we're, when we're in a relationship, we want to force that friendship. I believe that friendship is a major key to a successful relationship, but I still feel like, you know, we make the conscious effort to put in extra work for the friendship to be real, you know what I'm saying, more so than we do on actual, you know, best friends or whatever like that. So, but I do feel like being a good friend with your significant other is a major key. It's a major key. And too many, too many couples stay together and, you know, there's no, there's no real friendship there. There's no real, like, you, you, you don't feel, you don't feel like they actually like each other like that. Yeah, they're together. Yeah, they're a couple. But do you feel the friendship? It's like, it's like that family member. You have family members that you love, but you don't like. That's what some relationships turn into. Yeah, I love you. You know what I'm saying? I love you, you know, but you, you know. You be getting on my nerves. Everything, everything else about you, you be getting on my nerves. But I love you though. You know, we we together. You be having that a lot of the times in relationships. You be like, man, you know what I'm saying? And you know, with friendships, because relationships always come with that tight angle of, you know, you feel like in a, in a lot of relationships, people feel like they can't be 100% themselves. You know what I mean? Like, with you, with your friend, with your actual best friend, or your good, good friend, a lot of times you feel like you can be 100% yourself. You can say how you feel about certain things. You can open up about this, about that. And in relationships, you don't always feel like you have that safety of being able to open up and say what you really feel and, and say, you know, 
this, that, and the third because you're scared of how they're going to react. You're scared of how it's going to make them feel. You're scared of how it's going to make them feel about you. So you have all these barriers in place um, when you're in a relationship that prevents you from crossing to the true friendship status because you're not always like, you know, um, feeling safe. And Sabrina said, friends react too. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but when it comes to my friends, I'm not scared to tell them anything. The only the only thing I may leave out is just like personal business that I may not want to share. But when it comes to, you know, telling them, you know, how I feel about certain things or this, that and the third or what I what I may have done. I, I never feel like, oh, I don't want to tell my friends because of how they're going to react. I, I don't I don't really have, especially like a one-on-one. Like, not, not telling a group of friends something out of fear of getting roasted, that's different. To where you're just like, I ain't putting this in the group chat. But like a one-on-one, heart-to-heart with your friend, I have absolute no fear of of anything coming back my way. A lot of times, that's why a lot of times, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of times people, they reveal with their friends, oh, I cheated. Oh, I did this. Oh, I did that. With their friends. And they just be like, you know. And their friends may, hey, what were you doing? What were you thinking? They might give you that. But you didn't have the fear of, man, I'm going to lose you if I tell you about this. And a lot of times in relationships, we have the fear of, I'm going to lose you when I tell you about this. In a regular friendship, you kind of rule that out. Now, there are some friendships out there where you, you might lose them. You might lose them or, you know, they might, they, they might not withstand the test of time. But I feel like a real, a real true friend, I feel like a real true friend. It's hard to get rid of. Damn near impossible. If y'all are truly like, if y'all are truly friends, I feel like it's damn near impossible to get rid of them. You know what I'm saying? If y'all really about that. If y'all really about, if y'all really the true friendships. Because a lot of people be forcing friendships and forcing like, you know, friends and like, you know, you, you go to different cities and you're trying to meet people and you and you're forcing friendships a little bit. And, you know, then you're trying to learn new ways and and learn new, you know, uh, communication styles and, you know, dealing with this person, that person. And I honestly haven't I haven't really dwelled in that space for, for a long time because, you know, growing up. Growing up, I always had a friend, I always had like somebody I considered a friend it was just like yeah man you know what i'm saying i remember i remember terrell in like preschool and then once i got to once i got to first grade it was leon and then i had john l and then i had chris ransom and then i had mario purser and then i had andre campbell and then i had you know jamal and then i had d and antoine and kool-aid and, and it was just like you know and then i got Devin, i got keela I, it was just always like friends just happening for me organically and naturally. And it was just like, yeah, man. So even when I went to new places like college, for example, 
I never forced the friendships. It was just like, yeah, I like hanging with this person, that person, you know what I'm saying? We vibing, we cool, we got a crew. Because I, I, I acquired really good lifelong friends from college that I still hang with and talk to and, like, you know, can reach out to. And, you know, when I moved to L.A., to pursue this acting thing. You know, a lot of people, they want they click, they want their friends. Like, my crew out here, my crew of, like, you know, stand-up comedy friends, it was all organic. It was like, you know, D.C., Chaz, and Keenan, and Keon, and Brandon Lewis, and, like, you know, Ruben Paul. It was organic. It was just like, you know, we, we jailed. We just came together organically, and it was just like, yeah, this is dope. And then, then I met Kev, and, like, you know, to hear... And just like, and all of that, all that hanging out we doing, even though we were working together and working together is kind of like, you know, forcing you into the mix. Those, those relationships and those experiences and those back and forth is just like, yeah, man, I like y'all, man. And, and the thing about me, I don't force friendships. I don't force friendships whatsoever. Like, you know, if I ain't feeling the vibe or I ain't, you know, this, that, and the third, I'll be like, all right, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I and I know some people do that to where, you know, they, they want to hang out with people or, you know, and then they find out, you know, people ain't really reaching out. And then you get frustrated because you ain't really reaching out. You didn't invite me to this. You didn't invite me to that. You know, why why didn't you invite me? And it's like, well, then that, that friendship ain't really cooking like that. It, you know, you just got to branch off. Because, you know, true friends, like, you know, your true friends, you're going to invite. If you, hey, man, let's hit this up. Roll with me to this. Come with me to this. You, you down the road? You know what I mean? So all of that feels way more organic. And that, that, that'd be the kick I'm on. If it don't fit, you must quit. Yeah, I'm telling you. Don't force the friendships, especially when you grow, man. Look out, man. We ain't got time for this. We ain't got time for this. Um, all right, I'm gonna do one more question, then we're gonna get the hell up out of here. Uh, Rambo Jackson Jr. asks, Are you more or less cautious about being in public after you gave the path to COVID? Um, I'm more cautious now. Again, I was already cautious before, I was always, I always had the mask on, you know what I'm saying, but you know. I, I did I did take my foot off the gas a little bit. Now that people was getting vaccinated and they was you know they was taking their foot off the gas, but now I'm back on, um, like I'm back on the mask heavy. You know what I'm saying? Making sure you know the the distance thing. I probably won't be um, like at the comedy show. I might not be able to do the meet and greet after. You know what I mean? Even though I want to. I might not be able to do the meet and greet after the shows because, you know. But I can't help it, man. I can't help but do the meet and greet. I can't help but do the meet and greet, man. So it's like, man, man, I really like meeting the people that come see me live. Like, I really enjoy that. Like, you know, it's not, yeah, I'll be tired, but I, I really enjoy connecting with the people that really connected with me. And so that's a big part of who I am and what I got going. It's like, man, man, they'd be right there. They'd be excited. And then I get excited because they excited. So it's just like, 
That's tough. That's tough for me not to do. Especially when there's no set rules as far as what the venue is doing COVID-wise. Like, if the venue is like, all right, we ain't doing none of that, no hangout, no congregation, just, you know, you're going to have to leave straight out after the after the show because, you know, COVID uh, guidelines and parameters. You know what I mean? And so if the, if the club had that in place, I would feel better about, all right, well, I guess we can't do the meet and greet. But if, but if there's a window we can do the meet and greet and people out there like, you know, man, Tony's here, I'll be like, man, I want to see y'all too. You make them laugh and get the fuck out of there. I mean, you know. But I, I really like meeting the people, man. Um, but, again, since I had COVID, I'm, I'm, I've been kind of more like, all right, let's get this mask back on. I never took the mask off, though. That's the thing. But I was taking it off to take pictures. I was dapping people up strong, coming in chest to chest. You know what I mean? So you got that whole dynamic, too. So, anyway, man, uh, it's good to be back. Um, I want to thank y'all for listening. Uh, sorry, I couldn't get into. Uh, I had Sabrina sent me some great topics uh, that I could have touched on, but since uh, daddy issues ran long, um, and I had to get my COVID spiel out. You know what I'm saying? I had to talk about the COVID. I had to talk about the elephant in the room. It's the COVID. I had to talk about that as well. So, but next next week though, next next episode, uh, I want to thank y'all so much for pulling up, my patron saints. Thank y'all pulling in into the live and asking questions that y'all are dope uh shout out to afro geeks and sabrina my mods and, and my producer um thank you uh thank y'all for tuning in thank you for even caring um everybody that's listening uh please tune in uh verbal cardio every wednesday if i'm not sick of course um every wednesday we drop a new episode we're gonna have more guests on in the future just got to work out some schedules uh shout out to the guests that i already did have d smoke and mers if you haven't seen those episodes or haven't tuned into those episodes please do so you can find them right here on my youtube page or wherever you get your podcast check those interviews out man they're the first guests to ever be on verbal cardio and uh, i want y'all to tune in on those um i'm gonna try to do a movie night tonight i'm gonna try to um we got an early shoot tomorrow so i gotta see what's going on but i'm gonna try to um if so pull up for that join my patreon if you haven't already shout out to my patron saints i love y'all passionately in the shower drink more water drink more water man it's it's the key to life it's the key to everything man cherish your best friends cherish your true friends don't be forcing nothing and when you feel like you know when you feel like a friendship has run its course and you you feel more negative negatively about it than positively it might be time to let that person go you know what i mean so and that's all right and that's all right me and sabrina we friends we friends uh, <laughs> we friends uh, but thank y'all so much for tuning in man I will holler at y'all next week y'all thank you for tuning in to another session of that verbal cardio alright